Don't miss out on any of the NBA playoff action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code DKHOOPS. New customers bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. That's code DKHOOPS, only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG dot com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources i'm diosa and i'm mala we are the creators of locatora radio a radiophonic novella which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast welcome to locatora radio season nine love, love at first, first listen. listen we're older we're wiser and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives this season we're falling in love with podcasting all over again and getting to the heart of our stories we're going places we've never never gone before and we're bringing you along with us with new segments correspondence and a brand new sound season nine is kicking off with an intimate interview with grammy award-winning singer-songwriter natalia laforcade what's giving you hope right now well when i see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, 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 look who's back. And guess what? We're under 20 days from, uh, you know, the team's beginning to report to training camp. And Team USA, oof, they dropped one to Lithuania, but then they oh. bounced back and put the smash on my Italy. Uh, and we are continuing Buongiorno. our team. Buongiorno, buonasera. We're going to continue our team-by-team -team breakdown with the Southwest Division with Spurs analyst Tom Petrini on today's episode. I'm Miles Gray. And I'm Jack O'Brien. And this is Miles and Jack and Madabustis. Que bello. Welcome, Tom Petrini, Tom Spurs Petrini. Welcome to episode us. 77, Ooh. which I believe is the win over under uh, from Vegas for the Los Angeles Lakers. So, <laughs> 77. Right, Miles? That's a tough one. That feels fair. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. <laughs> I felt we got shortchanged a little bit by five games, but you yeah. know, it is what it is. Do what you can. You do what Miles, you can. You're, you're Italian. I didn't realize that. 
Ciao, Paisano. How are you doing, Oh, bro? hey, Paisano. Great to see you, Miyamichi. Uh, it's great to be back in the ancestral homeland, you know, of uh, obviously I'm uh, my family's from Puglia, so <laughs> had to gotcha. go and, and see the family out there. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was fantastic. It was fantastic. Uh, Tom, really quick. Are you grew up in Long Island, did you say? Yep. And then, but you are, but you are a Spurs fan now? Yeah, so I grew up in New York, went to school in Boston, uh, fell in love with a girl from San Antonio, oh. fell in love with Spurs basketball while I was like trying to get to know her. Okay. Uh, Gotta and, go uh, see about a girl. Am I right? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, a Boston reference. That's a good but reference, it, man. It, it, uh, it took a while, but we got down here. So, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm happy about that. And yeah, man, it's I've been covering the team in some shape or form since 2015. So, you know, beautiful game era is still kind of there. But Kawhi is like, you know, kind of coming into his own as a superstar. It was a really fun time to be watching the team. Right. And then sort of seeing everything after that and since. And now uh, the Wemby era starts. So yeah. It's, yeah. Interesting times to be a Spurs reporter for sure. Um, I, I feel like we should read your you, you provided a bio that yeah. uh, was one of my favorite bios that's been provided. So I just wanted to read through it here real quick. This is from right. you, Tom Petrini. I haven't mm -hmm. played organized basketball since like kindergarten, but I've put a lot of work into building a serviceable jumper. Okay. The righty Manu Ginobili of 24-hour fitness, parentheses, yes, balding. <laughs> I grew up in New York and my early basketball exposure was like Mello, Stott, and Jeremy Lin, LOL. I don't know where that's coming from. That LOL. It was a it was a funny team to watch, man. <laughs> the vibes were crazy. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, I love the righty Manu of twenty four hour fitness. Yeah. So you got it like that, huh? It's a real I mean, vibe. I ran out of contact, so I have like the croquis for my goggles. So it's like you know, like I yeah, want to yeah. get like honest to goodness rec specs. You remember rec specs? Oh yeah, like yeah. with, with Jarambus like, vibes. Poe yeah, Grant. I, yeah, like, like, yeah, Horace Grant style for sure. Yeah, because it, because it's like I can't see anything, but I'm about to get physical in here. You know? Right, yeah, like, right. So yeah, they're strapped. Abs on. Absolutely, the vibes I'm going. Don't for. get it messed up. And did your your like you ended up? The, did this love story become a full, complete love story? You are with this oh, yeah. person who is this person. Yeah, we, oh, fantastic. we just moved into this house together. We got a oh. we got a puppy. It's it's we've been oh. together. It'll be six years in uh, September. So, oh, Damn. living yeah. la dolce vita, you know, as they say, it's, you know, it's, beautiful. it's a beautiful thing. Beautiful, yeah, love basketball. Beautiful. It's very sweet. <laughs> Wonderful. There, there's some interest around the San Antonio Spurs this season. I would say some. We interest. found out a bit. How? What's why, it? What's what, it like what to? <laughs> why? What happened? Uh, what's it like to have been with the team for five years and then have have this uh, fall into your lap? This Victor Wembanyama fella. I mean, it it was it was kind of crazy to watch because very proud tradition here and they they had just gotten used to winning after decades of of not and then you have this era of sustained competition greatness and and winning and you have a guy who who you think is going to carry that torch in Kawhi Leonard and then he's gone and then sort of slowly it was like you know you trade the best piece for draft picks and then the next best piece becomes the guy and then he gets traded for draft picks and eventually you got what you had last season which was you know you know it was, it was cool to see the development of guys like Devin Vassell when he was healthy and Keldon Johnson and, and rookie Jeremy Sohan get, getting a lot of burn which he wouldn't have gotten in previous years in San Antonio but then you know they they won like 20 games so it was like it was it was tough and and the 
watching the fans who stuck it out through that and and watched that and were still showing up excited and hopeful watching yeah. those people get rewarded um you know because i was i was at that bar at that watch party where you know they got it up on the big screens and everybody's like like everybody's drinks gets paid for if they get the number one pick <laughs> right and i'm oh, just wow. in the corner with my tripod with the camera and like you know electric it was like a championship moment almost like and in a sense like i know it sounds silly and crazy to say but in a, in a way it's almost bigger than that because somebody wins a championship every year mm -hmm. you know um but players and prospects like victor Wembanyama. I, I feel like everybody was pretty much in agreement that this is the the most game-changing prospect in the last 20 years and you see somebody like that come and you know what that means because you saw it happen with tim duncan right mm, yes yeah. like you know that none of the stuff that happened here happens without that one singular all-time great number one pick and so you know pe people here are just like over the moon and like the impact on businesses the impact on ticket sales and marketing the team and you know yeah the national they time their schedule. number one picks really well it seems like yeah um, yeah. Dude. yeah i mean up. yeah you you bottom out three times and get three generational big men like it's it's yeah yeah Pretty now good. I've I've been told uh speaking of Jeremy Sohan that you you don't mess with the Sohan is that correct? Yeah, no, he's he's uh <laughs> okay. he's a, he's a scrapper. He's Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. I just wanted to make sure. We were talking about the Sandman before we started recording. So yeah, I absolutely. To, I haven't yeah. seen I think I saw that movie in theaters. I feel like revisiting that would be <laughs> hilarious to do. Yeah. Um Yeah, I wonder but, if that aged yeah, so, well. Sohan actually like I, I think it's going to be good for Victor because everybody's going to be going at Victor. It's going to be good for him to be sharing the court with uh, somebody who likes to mix it up like Sohan and uh, Zach Collins. Enforcer Zach Collins is hilarious as a concept, but like <laughs> if ever there's an altercation on a basketball court and Zach Collins is in the vicinity, he's in the middle of it. Just yeah. like, <laughs> you know, looking like he's mad at his stepdad or something. I don't know. Like he's yeah. he's like, He's ready to go. So I, I think having those two around uh, Victor is going to be good and important for him. Do you have a feel for like, you you know, you've seen the same number of games that we have. Do you have a feel for like, uh, are the Spurs going to be good right away? Do you feel like, or what, 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 what are your expectations for this first season? So I think it depends what your expectations are for the Spurs as a team, right? Because if, if you just base it on the win loss from last year, and okay, they're getting this guy. We don't know how good Victor Wembanyama is going to be. I I I feel like last year it was a young team that was still learning how to do stuff, and they left a lot of meat on the bone in terms of results. As a result of that, you know, there were games where they played really well for three quarters. You know, and mm -hmm. you know they're they're moving the ball, they're doing the right things, and then in in the last you know five ten minutes of the game, it falls apart. They're you know they're not communicating the experience the other team takes over and boom you know yeah, you've, yeah. you've lost 13 in a row like that and it's it's one of those situations where last year a lot of guys were kind of foisted into roles that they you know have never had before and and never would have had the opportunity before in previous iterations of the spurs and so the feeling around the team toward the end of last year was like the guys are great these guys have a ton of potential. They all just sort of realize that like 
you know, they need somebody to be that guy that they all sort of coalesce around. Yeah. And they got very lucky in the offseason and they got that. So I think immediately Victor Wembanyama is going to be like a special defender to watch, even if the offense takes a while to get there. And, you know, it takes some time for him and Pop to find the balance of, you know, okay, you're trying new things and you're doing the things that make you special and the things that only you can do, but also like, let's run these sets so you can get easier looks kind of thing, that balance. That's going to take some time. It's going to yeah. take some time with his teammates. But like, as far as I know, he's been either, you know, he's he's been combined in vacation or in the lab, you know, yeah. just all summer and uh, even dyed his hair, which I think might have been a Sohan influence thing. Although Sohan is is pleading innocence, like, you know, I didn't yeah. do that to him. He, he made his own choice there. Um, <laughs> yeah. But like, I think the Spurs were a perfect landing spot for Victor Wembanyama because you have Greg Popovich, you have a right. team that's been building for this slowly, quietly for years. And it depends what moves they make because they've got so many draft picks, right? They've got, they've got a ton of assets, you know, do, do you take Devonte Graham and, and Doug McDermott and draft picks and maybe, maybe one or two of the young pieces and, and try to like really upgrade the roster. If in year one, Victor Weminyama is like, really yeah. showing you some things so yeah. um i i think i think they're going to be a lot better than last year and probably because people didn't watch them a lot last year um surprise some people yeah yeah i, I think there are a lot of guys outside of victor Wembanyama who you know people will tune in to watch wemby but they'll be like oh man kelton's fun like yeah right oh i i've never seen anybody except Penny Hardaway do that like spinning step back, but Devin Vassell has that, like, that's cool. Right. You know? And so I, I, I'm excited for other people to watch Spurs basketball. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know? Yeah. I mean, even but watching I think summer with league, it's just time. like, he's so tall, you know? Yeah. How did, how did he do, how did he do that? Is that something know. he worked I think, on? I think he had that thing where like, you you hang it up in the doorway and you you stretching rack. He just did the, the stretching thing. Yeah, yeah probably. You just hang upside yeah. down. I think like, we all have to. We have to assume that he had that. But he did it on the Eiffel Tower. That's why he's so tall. Yeah, um, right. I think you my know, knowledge I, of I had considered that possibility. Um, I'm a I'm a bit of a Europe expert. Um, right. Let's uh, <laughs> <laughs> as you can tell. Uh, so should we let Let's just go because we've been the way we've been doing the analysis is the win over under that Vegas yeah. has each team coming in at. Um, so should we, should we take a break and come back and talk about San Antonio's over? Yeah. Under? Let's get into it from yeah, that angle. It. We're going to find a new angle right after this. <laughs> the 82 game preseason is in the books and it's finally time for the real season. Don't miss out on any of the NBA playoff action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. From the play-in tournament through the finals, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code DKHOOPS. New customers bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. That's code DKHOOPS, only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG dot com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources attention all wrestling aficionados wrestling with freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season this is freddie prince jr and i am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back and joining me once again is the one and only jeff die Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. And we found it. We're going to talk about, should we start off with the Spurs? It's a normal size collar. I know. I know. I know, Jack. It's normal size. It's very normal sized. Uh, It would be normal if it was on Victor Wembanyama. That is true. That is true. Okay. Well, credit to him. I Uh, wear it and suddenly it looks huge. (laughs) And like a clown dressed me. He's going, yeah. He is going to the Tim Duncan school of being that big and somehow finding baggy clothes. Like, I don't know how you do it. Yeah. But like. That's crazy. Just got to sew your clothes out of hockey bags. Just everything is hockey bags. It's been bag. 20 years, so I guess like baggy stuff is coming back. Uh, I don't know. That would be great. Yeah. Or is he just going through Tim's like wardrobe? And Tim's like, yeah. oh, I loved these in 98, man. You're going to love these too. He's a lot better dressed than Tim, I have to say. Yeah. Well, maybe he'll tuck in a tee with jeans and wear that like backwards newsy hat and make it all look cool. Tim Duncan, owner of the largest pair of Tevas that I think well, that would be my guess is he has like yeah, record setting Tevas. You get a custom made. Yeah. Yeah. He has like five of the biggest Tevas that have ever been made and they are in regular <laughs> rotation. Would be right. My guess. And the sixth one is um, hanging in Teva headquarters, just like as like a art piece <laughs> when you walk in and like, this is the biggest Teva on earth. Huh. <laughs> um. All right. So Southwest division, we got San Antonio, we got Houston, we got, Narlins, we got Dallas mm-hmm. and we got Memphis folks. Don't mm-hmm. we? we love them folks. Don't we, we love them. We love um, them. Let, let's kick off with San Antonio. Their, their win total last year was 22. They're expected to gain by Vegas, seven and a half wins. They're 29 and a half. 
that seems like okay yeah i mean it like sure (laughs) it's not very aggressive i would say especially like i my one takeaway from seeing Wembyama at Summer League, and I've talked about it before, that I think like a smart outsider bet would be Wembyama for Defensive Player of the Year. Like he really messes with every shot that goes up on the court when he's in the game. Like maybe people will figure out, maybe like non-Summer League players, like better players, will figure out how to shoot around him. But he's he is contesting shots that should not be contestable. Um, right. So I could see them picking up more than seven and a half wins personally i would go i would go over on this one somebody said i I forget who said this but it stuck out in my mind they said that he changes the geography of the court yeah that was probably me Um, yeah probably it sounds like something you would say uh, yeah european geography did you tweet that when you're at summer league at his first game you're like this kid is changing the whole geography of the court we're calling him pythagoras yeah That's an entirely different subject of, of it's, school. But it starts with G-O. <laughs> yeah. And that is That's all that true. matters. Exactly. That's true. Um, yeah, no, he, the, the defensive impact is, is going to be really fun. And they have guys who I think will fit around him and be able to switch around him really nicely on the defensive end of the floor. You know, Vassell, Sohan, Keldon, Trey, Trey Jones is like, you know, a pesky little dude. And like... Yeah, I I think it's it's going to be fun basketball to watch, and and they're going to figure things out. My guess is more quickly than the teams that are playing against them, because you really have to like, you know, they're going to be one of the harder teams to scheme for moving yeah. forward, just because they have Victor Wembanyama, who you know, like it's it's just different. You have to do different things entirely and and switch up your your philosophy in some cases on both ends of the floor to really um game plan for a player like that so i, I yeah. it's going to be interesting i'm i'm interested to see everything like there's there's no yeah. game on the on the calendar where i look at it and i'm like that's snooze yeah. i don't care how this <laughs> seven foot four guy who can shoot from everywhere on the court plays in this game no nice. um, yeah <laughs> right it's yeah. not a concern i saw so, yeah I, I think it's gonna be over uh i know shocking the guy who covers the team yeah is a little bullish uh but last year i wasn't so bullish i i think it was like right, right on the nose last year and yeah. it was so, like i don't know if they're gonna get 21 wins and they how, like, just how squeaked over, over it how over are you going tom so it's it's set at what 29 and a half. half. I think they win 30, 34 to 36 games. Okay. Okay. So just, just a shade under playoff contench. um, Right. As the kids call it. Like they, Mm -hmm. they might make the play in game and like they, they might do well in that environment. I don't know. Like if they, if they played a first round playoff series, it wouldn't shock me. Yeah. Yeah. That would be fun. All right. So I would have expected San Antonio having a generational number one draft pick, uh, that they would have been at near the top of like predictions for most wins gained. Uh, however, they are far below two games below our next team. Um, this team, Vegas is predicting the biggest win loss jump of the season. And it's Houston. Last year, 22 and 60. This year, 31.5 games. I'm 
slightly confused by this. Not that I don't think they're going to be better, but like, is it all Van Vliet? Is it all Udoka? Are they just expecting them to take the Fred Van Vliet? Ah, uh, I'm done. Trademark. That's, that's trademark. Tra- also trademark. And yeah, I, I wrote that <laughs> in the doc and then I said that I was done. So I have no preparation from this point forward in the show. Yeah. It's all chat GPT from here on yeah. out. Yeah. But what, like, does, does this surprise anyone else? I guess Dylan Brooks also, you know, so yeah. he can, he can help a team win. Um, but I mean, it, especially if it it's seems team like Canada, Dylan Brooks right now. Cause he looks, he looks, I mean, he looks as good as he normally would, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, it must be Ime plus Van Vliet, I guess. Houston is tough for me because like, you know, deep in my soul, it hurts me to say anything nice about them. Um, but like their draft this year, phenomenal. Right. Like, yeah. just awesome. I was super high on a men Thompson before the lottery. It was like, you know what? If the Spurs got him at three or four, I'd be, I'd be stoked. Right. He's really, really good. Um, who did they get that slid to like 25? I've, I've forgotten now, but it was like a guy that people had top 10 grades on slipped. Yeah, Cam Whitmore. Yeah, slipped to like twenty five or something, and it was like, oh no, like <laughs> that's that's problematic. And you know, they got they got Shengun in the draft that the Spurs got Primo. You know, they they've drafted really well in the last few years, and I I like I like the roster that they've built. Uh, <clears throat> culture has been terrible. You know, the like the coaching has been bad. They, I, I remember last year they were talking about like, oh, Jabari Smith is like struggling, but he had this good game, and the coach is like, yeah, you know, you know, part of why he's struggling is I'm not running anything for him. It's like, wow, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know, like maybe that's a point of emphasis to consider. I don't know. I really think bringing in Ime Adoka is is going to help a lot. Um, yeah, I I think it's going to change some things, and you know that group of players playing with some form of organization is going to be, I think, you know, cool to watch that development. Um, I don't know. Yeah, if they, they got a lot of talent. When, now that you I, mention it, I don't know if you know thir- thirty-two wins. Like that's that's kind of the joke, I guess, right, that Spurs fans were making is like, oh, you went out, you spent all this money on Fred Van Vliet and Dylan Brooks, and now you're going from not a playoff team to also not a playoff team. God, Spurs fans are mean. I thought they were nice. No, 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 no. <laughs> they, a while back, I was sort of like, my my official title was the Don of Spurs Mafia. It was it was oh. like a, like, like, if you said something dumb, about like, oh, I think Anthony Davis and Tim Duncan are like like Anthony Davis better. Like there were people that would just like your your phone is going to overheat from people saying yeah. angry things at you. You know, like and, well, the grammar in that sentence was a mess. Yeah, so, yeah. I, at first, I, that's, I don't talk English. Tweet good, that. So <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I mean, you you were saying it was a dumb sentence, and you, you right. are correct. Well, I get that it. was a mess. And the Amerigans right. were Terrible. messing with your language after we got to Ellis Island. Obviously, I feel I feel like Rockets fans have like really leaned into the monetization of Twitter, you know, and and you know done similar similar posting habits. Uh, but honestly, I love I love that the rivalry between 
Rockets fans and Spurs fans feels kind of back, you right. know? Yeah. Um, like there's a little bit of nastiness, like like on lottery night when Victor Wembanyama realized he wasn't going to Houston and gave like and a little, gave a little fist pump. Yeah. Like, oh, you just pissed off an entire city for the rest of those people's lives. They're gonna yeah. hate you forever. <laughs> yeah. And that was before he knew he was coming to San Antonio. Like he was, he was just like. He wasn't even thinking about the story building aspect of it. He was just stoked to not be going. Oh, I didn't even realize that. So it was Houston was off the board. Who was left at that point? It was uh, Spurs, Portland, and uh, Charlotte. Oh, that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty bad, man. That's brutal. <laughs> that is brutal. really cruel. <laughs> to have uh, those three left on the board, and you're like, "Yes, I'm not going to Houston." Like that hurt great those people city, right? deep in there. It's it's, yeah. a, it's a cool place. Wow. Like Houston, Texas. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, I, I think I think all of those games, you know, in Houston, in San Antonio, fans are going to get up. It's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. I mean, this whole division, like we're going to go through the whole thing, but like the young talent in this division is really, really cool. Yeah, this is um, a fun division. Every every team has has young guys who are like either already, you know, stars in the league or like look like they could be the future so it's it's fun to watch yeah every every team they have going up in wins other than memphis who you know memphis is a real question mark they're going to be interesting adding Marcus smart d rose re-signing De- desmond bain you know and then Ja being suspended but i feel like they they have them losing uh Going from 51 wins last year to 45 and a half, and yeah, so five and a half back. I wouldn't be surprised if they if they're like somewhere between those two. I, I don't think they're going to drop off that much. But everybody else is up. Yeah. the The line goes up. Uh, we got Narlins going from 42 wins to 43 and a half. Um, Not a huge leap, but a, an improvement nonetheless. Yeah, it's just I'm like I, it's the the health part. I'm always just wondering, like, they, I just a Trey Murphy, the third, he, he went down with a meniscus injury like earlier yeah. this week. So you're, I feel bad. Those fans, I bet I'm sure are wondering, it's like, can we have one just moment in the sun where the health sun shines on this team? But I feel like everyone's kind of going to come into this season with something to prove to. So part of me does feel optimistic, but I don't know if that's also the sort of cycle of watching this team go into a new season. Like Zion looks good. He's looking good. Putting the Mountain Dew down. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I'd, I'd love to, I'd love to see them actually, you know, cause we, we're, we were pretty big on them last year going into last season. Yeah, man. Well, they yeah. had a great year the year before and yeah. then had Zion was healthy. Like they yeah. had a great year without him. And then Zion was in quotes healthy, but you know, now now he's missed 194 games over his career while playing in just 114. So, um, yeah, it's just it, the New Orleans for me is always just like hope springs eternal. I, I want them to be healthy. I want to see what, you right. Know, I, I want the whole league to be healthy and they in particular seem like one of the most fun teams when they're healthy. Um, so it would be cool. Zion, Seems, seems like, like he's physically changed, like, and then Ingram has like a di- whole different look. He looks like a different person. It seems like they could be anywhere from like thirty-five to like fifty wins, depending on health, in- right. almost entirely. Totally. You yeah. know, um, but like, like again, what a fun young group! Like, yeah, like 
Ingram playing with a healthy explosive Zion is just like because Ingram was really coming into his own last year. I mean, really, really solid player and and fun to watch. And at that wing position, great size, just incredible scoring ability. Um, you know, and and McCollum, right? They got McCollum. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, man. you know, they they're they're built for uh, being a playoff team. Um, and I think they can get there again, provided they're healthy. Yeah. Resigned Herb Jones. So there's a, there's a lot of fun guys on that team. And Zion's liking some really cool Dragon Ball memes too. A lot of Dragon Ball memes. Yeah. He liked this Vegeta account about <laughs> remembering who you were before dating her. And you're like, oh, okay, get focused, sir. <laughs> uh, Dallas is, is the big question mark, um, for like, not not regarding health, just like regarding how they fit together. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the same person who was asking that question earlier about Houston, whose phone got blown up because it was a dumb question because they <laughs> don't know how words work. Um, the so they re-signed Kyrie, acquired Grant Williams, um, signed Seth Curry, Derek Jones Jr. People people are pretty impressed with what they did in the offseason, but they should have been better than they were last year. And I don't have a full explanation for what happened. I, I ask, I say, hey, what happened? But <laughs> I, I haven't gotten the good explanation for it. What, how are you guys feeling about the Dallas Mavericks? And they're over under, of, they're expected to go from 38 wins to 45 and a half, which is a big jump. Oh, yeah. And I don't know. I mean, can they do it without JaVale McGee? That you is know, the number one question I'm, on everyone's yeah, mind. That's, that's the number one question on my mind. Uh, but I mean, I, I, I seven. Are they going to be that much better? It's a lot to put on uh, Grant Williams and Seth Curry, and like you, be one thing to be like, well, Kyrie like needed some time to adapt, and like they needed to adjust to one another's games. But like, it felt like they were getting worse as the year was going along. Is that yeah. maybe, maybe I'm wrong about that? But they just didn't like by the end of the season. It seemed like, oh, this has not gone well those two on the court together, Kyrie and Luca, even though they're both like so fun to watch and like some of the best shot makers of all time. It's like a confusing, like it's confusing that they're not better. They weren't better than they were when they were on the court together. It feels but, like a really like, you know, make or break year uh, for Dallas as constructed. Like, I mean, and and it feels like going into that, you don't have a really good foundation in terms of um, understanding how those pieces fit, right? Um, I think I think like you said, they made some good offseason moves. Um, I I like sort of the pieces they brought in, but I'm also sitting here wondering, like, okay, so how is how is it going to work? Who mm-hmm. you know? Because I I see Mark Cuban talking about. Kyrie standing in the corner. I don't know how Kyrie feels about that. You know, right? Like, yeah, yeah. it just—it seems. I I feel like if you went down the list of players that you could have potentially paired with Luka Doncic, Kyrie Irving would have been kind of low on the list in terms of you know fit. What do you need next to a guy like Doncic to not just win regular season games, but to make a deep run, which is a goal when you have a player as good as Luka Doncic. Um. And I, I still don't really see how Kyrie helps you 
achieve those goals. Um, so it it is kind of up in the air. I I do think they're going to win. I'd, I'd say like over forty games. Like I, I expect them to be around five hundred, maybe a little better. Yeah. Um, but it also could turn into a very messy situation there. This that one seems like the most volatile, um, you know, situation here in this division. Yeah, that one totally volatile. Totally interesting to see like where this this really feels like make or break year for Luca. Where it's like, do we? You know, but what do we have here? Like I've seen, I've seen comparison people being like, he's, I think the, the general consensus is he is MVP caliber every season. We should expect him to be an MVP candidate, um, this next year. Um, that's been the way it has been for the past couple years. I feel like, um, there's also like a quiet Uh conversation happening in the back where people are like, Maybe he's like more of a Trey Young figure, like really great shot maker and, you know, had some like deep playoff runs. But overall, like we shouldn't have like MVP level uh, aspirations for him. Um, I don't know about that. I think everybody in the league basically would take Luca over Trey Young. But um, I, I am starting to hear those conversations for the first time uh, in, in my life. So, and repeating them out loud. Yeah, yeah. and then repeating them. Yeah. And I mean, saying they're not, I'm not saying that, Dallas fans. I don't know. So other hey, people hey, are saying that. Don't put the Dallas Mafia on me. Do you know who runs the Dallas Twitter Mafia? If you could put a protective order over Jack. I don't think they have one. Oh, okay. I, Dallas seems fairly tame to me. Okay. Jack the, Ruby, maybe? No, he's gone. <laughs> he's, uh, There's a second tweeter. <laughs> All right, let's. Should we take a another quick break? I think we are, and come back and get some bold predictions, and uh, get into the fastest segment in podcasting miles. Oh yeah, should we do all of that? I think we'll do it all. All right, we'll be right back. The eighty-two game preseason is in the books, and it's finally time for the real season. Don't miss out on any of the NBA playoff action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. From the play-in tournament through the finals, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code DKHOOPS. New customers bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. That's code DKHOOPS, only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG dot com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources attention all wrestling aficionados wrestling with freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season this is freddie prince jr and i am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back and joining me once again is the one and only jeff die 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. And we're we're gonna get into FIBA. Like once the tournament's over, you know, there's been some great games. There's been the the big uh shocking loss, according to headlines, uh, by the team USA to Lithuania. Uh it was a game that did not matter, which I didn't realize at the time when I was reading them headlines. Uh it was they knew they were coming out of their division one, two, just a matter of who was coming out. Right. Uh, first and the u.s has since bounced back against italy so they're they're looking good um they are in the final four of fiba i did not know all of that based on the headlines so i wanted to do the service to people of letting them know yeah i was also of that because i've been following so closely i was like oh so we're out so we're and out then I'm like, huh? oh, nope nope bunch okay of, got bunch it, of got bums it. Yeah, it's like, what you that's said. why you need superstars yeah put some <laughs> respect on jonas valanciunas man yeah. I feel like he's a great litmus test for like ball knowledge. If somebody has a high opinion of Jonas Valanciunas's like value in today's like basketball game, right? Like, you know, he he does so much at the center position that is like super duper valuable. Just yeah. like pick and pop, pick and roll, beast on the boards and he sets about like 500 screens that are just made of granite every single game. Yeah. Just a absolute like he like, looks like he hurts to play against. Yes, right, hundred percent. Very those uncomfortable. Are, those, are, those have typically been the types of dudes that uh, give Team USA trouble. Right. So, yeah. 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 We'll see what happens. Should we get into it, Miles? Uh, we're going bold, or are we going quick? Should we get the uh, let's get the bold in the quick? Wow! Right. Wow! Changing the form. I like this. Okay, let's do it. Hot takes with little explanation or context. Nothing. Oh that yeah, can go wrong that's our here. favorite. Cool. It's, well, All right. Our latest segment called Wild Irresponsible <laughs> Speculation uh, with People Who Know Better. <laughs> Brought to you by Miles and Jack on Mad Boosties. But here we go. Obviously, Tom, you've heard about this segment. This is the fastest question and answer segment in all of podcasting history, including but shows that are yet to exist. Uh, we are going to ask you a question. Just answer it. Don't think. Just respond. Give us that just that deep human response without thinking. Blurt it out. And we'll keep it moving so we can maintain our title of quickest question and answer segment in sports history. 
Okay, I'm a I'm a good blurter. Let's, let's good, get it. good. And if Jack and I start asking weird questions that don't make sense or out of context or you know just general meandering, you have to get on us to keep Ooh. this thing moving. Okay, blow See, the whistle my wife and let her know it's I, happening uh, again. I I I'm very vibes based, so if if the conversation flows into a happy spot, then I, I hear you. I hear you. And but I'm a people pleaser. It's gonna be tough for me to do that. Same. Oh life. man, me too. First of all, the amount of therapy that Jack and I have gone through for trying to get over our people pleasing. I mean, we could we could heal the world. Okay, it's with the, the amount of Maybe hours we like put in. Maybe hour debrief after this, and we can just you know <laughs> just work it. with each other. Do, yeah, do the hard work. Yeah. This is what I'll say. Right, Sometimes. Cool. Pleasing the people requires you to just Damn. be honest. Jabari you know? is right. They're already doing it. Stop. Ask the questions. Okay. okay. You're right. Fine. Here Do we it. go. Brian, start the clock. So mean to Brian. So he wants to please everybody except Brian. He's played in a lot of bands. He's played a lot of live shows. Sometimes he's hard of hearing, so I have to raise my voice. That's what <laughs> That's it's true. about. It's not because okay. of anger. Okay? Because I'm because I like to raise my voice to people with hearing issues. <sighs> Uh, do you want to go first or should I go first? Mm, that's a great question, Miles. How about you go first? Thank you so much. I will. Tom, I have to ask you, who's the best player you've ever witnessed in person and what they do? You know, like what were they doing that impressed you so much? And also, who's the person you would pay the most to see in person if you haven't already? Mm, um, I've seen LeBron in person and I what think do do? the thing about watching him that's crazy is you're watching him and you don't realize quite the impact he's having just because it feels regular. Mm. Like he he makes he makes spectacular production feel almost um you know routine and expected. Mm-hmm. Um and and within that also like these incredible plays and um you know beautiful moments, but it's the kind of thing where you're like, oh man, he's been kind of quiet. And you look up at the, at the board and he's got 38. You're like, damn. All right. Yeah. I guess it's not that quiet. It's his um, age. I really want to like, I love watching Jokic play like the, my, my view at the arena. You, you just see all of the reads that he's making at the top of the key mm-hmm. um, and sort of the, the lanes that he's looking at. And so, so watching from that angle is is pretty incredible. Yeah. Um, LeBron's my answer too, just because you see, you get a sense of speed and size, uh, in, like in person. He's just wild, crazy, crazy to see. I'm out, I'm out on this every guy. NBA player. The scale is crazy, but LeBron in particular is yeah crazy. scale. I don't scale. see it. I don't see them. Why would we lose to the Nuggets? <laughs> well, because of those lanes, baby. Ah, ah. Tom, you got you got to keep it moving, man. Sorry, um, I'm really. Sorry. What on. is your absolute boldest prediction for the upcoming NBA season? Uh, Go reckless. Think, Lose your credentials right now. I think uh, Victor Wembanyama, rookie All Star. Wow, that would be a lot of fun. Okay, that'd be so fun. Even if it's just fan vote, because the entire nation of France votes him in. Georgia, <laughs> yeah. Georgia for Zaza Pachulia. That's four million people. France has got like seventy million. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and I do I do think he's gonna be like better than expected and fun and super impactful and get a lot of eyeballs. I think there's gonna be a lot of people who become fans of his game very quickly. So, um, you know, by by popularity contest or by merit, I think he I think he makes an All Star team. Okay, okay, Tom, which team is gonna have the biggest increase in wins over last year? And maybe you can surprise us with one. But who is that team? Uh. I love what the Orlando Magic are doing. I love what the Oklahoma City Thunder are doing. I I think adding Chet 
to that team is going to be really uh, quite something. Damn. Dropping fire bars. Quite something. Yeah. Woo! Hold on now. Hold right, on now. On. Next question. Hold on now. Hold <laughs> That's on. That's right. Drop Don't the mic the off, of, off of quite, quite something. <laughs> it's a mountain. Um, mm, yeah, it's quite. Mm, quite, just quite, quite good. Quite good. <laughs> uh, if you could have any player skill set for a day, who are you choosing and what skill set are you taking from them? This is so easy. And it's so like, it's so easy. I feel like I'm breaking the rules, but it's Vince Carter. Oh. Vince Carter dunking. I'm taking Vince Carter's jumping and dunking ability. And I'm going to like, the rucker and i'm becoming an urban right. legend like paul bunyan or like will chamberlain or yeah. like earl manigault getting changed off the top being like oh you want me to break that five for you bow switch and yeah. took it off the top of the backboard right i'm just spending the entire day until i tear every ligament in my knees <laughs> and and being wheeled off the court now, yeah here's the thing we which one are you doing first yeah i'm, oh, I'm yeah. going i'm going elbow in the rim Oh, I, did, the rim. Interesting. I did that on an eight footer when I was young and Same. I still Hurt have a myself. little scar. Yeah, uh, no, that feels like you're going to injure yourself right away. Well, yeah, I right did it too. That tendon by your bicep, like on the inside of your arm, I remember damaging it terribly doing yeah. that on an yeah. eight footer, it's, it, do not hanging my body home, weight it's... off of it. Yeah. But here's the other the thing. The reverse windmill 360 is my answer in yeah. case anybody, that's my favorite or, dunk I think of all time. Or it was Team like USA opener, on France. And it was, I don't know, there's something about it that really did it for me. But what if you could dunk, like you were jumping over Wemby, like how he did in that game against France. Or who was, how tall was that dude that he dunked over? This dude yeah, was like a seven footer, wasn't he? That, yeah, I, I, w I don't know if I would do it to Wemby because then I, I don't know if our yeah. relationship could recover from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a you made know? guy. He'd a made guy. You don't go after I think he'd respect guy. you, man. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, that's, that's ah. a good point. But I mean... I've listened to the show before and people always say Steph's shooting, right? Yeah. But here's the thing. Theoretically, and I'm pretty close already, I could right. practice enough to be as good as Steph Curry is shooting. You know? Yeah. yeah. I could get there. Yeah. That's true. The guy was a scrub before he really drilled out, drilled down, you know, in high school and college. So I think yeah. right. I think you got something. And, and, you know, if you have that skill for a day, then what? You shoot hot for a day. That happens at, <laughs> you know, 24-hour fitness all the time. Right, right. That's they true. know you. You don't go to, go home and tell your family about it. But if a 5'10 Italian guy jumps over oh. somebody and dunks it, that's, yes. that's something that people are talking about forever. You know, those, right. those highlights live on. But yeah. follow-up, though, because we've talked about this, is could your body handle being able to jump that high if you had the same same fitness, except you just had that lift? I just had crazy bounce. Yeah, but you're like, yeah, exactly. But coming down, you're like, ah! ah. I, I would have to learn how to land. And I like, you know, people who jump that high, like Lonnie Walker, I, I would show up early to Austin Spurs game just to watch him in layup lines jumping because he's like a crazy athlete. But uh -huh. he, would, he would land so awkwardly and was like, dude, two feet. Yeah. You know, so, soft. Be responsible soft. Like you're wearing with that your lip. jet pack and you just, yeah, you know, work Jetson on that. Jetson style. Yeah, um, I get it. So I don't know, but I would uh, I would try. And if I flew too close to the sun and and died, you know, if I if I die, I die. Landing is an athletic thing in and of itself, you know. So maybe your athletic skills that allow you to jump that high and dunk so good allow you so to land good, good too. Yeah. Okay, right. We got to move on, Tom. And shame on you for not keeping this segment going. Shame but on you. Sorry. You know what? I'm I will sorry, forgive you. With this, with this question, that's a just, just a nice, easy underhander for you. Ultimate peak, prime admiral, and I said almost said admirable, prime <laughs> admiral or prime Ewing. Mm. For you, for you. 
I mean, I've got to go David because David Robinson, he's, he's one of the nicest people you could ever hope to meet, but he also did something so petty and savage by scoring like 71 points in the last game of the season to take the scoring title. <laughs> That's the funniest thing I've ever seen. And there's no footage yeah. of this game. Like, it's like they had no cameras. Jabari's right. It's against the Clippers. It's in LA. And there were like no cameras. And yeah. he was like, give me the ball again and just crammed it. Keep I don't want to see me. anyone to see what happens here tonight. I, yeah. I do I do have a lot of love for Patrick Ewing. I actually met him on an airplane one time and uh, you know, I was I was a fan and I was like, excuse me, Mr. Ewing, can I have your autograph? Uh and he goes, Sorry, kid, that's against my religion. And I'm like, Whoa, I Whoa. didn't know that. I'm so sorry. And he's like, Ah, I'm just messing with you. Give me that. Uh, and he signed the thing. So that's my hearing <laughs> nice. story. He's a funny guy, but yeah, I'm I'm taking I'm taking I'm taking David. I love that canned response that like athletes have to mess with like autograph seekers. Yeah. Like yeah. there's that one and the other one where they just deny being the person that you've identified them to be. Oh my gosh, yeah. Patrick Ewing! Like I'm not Patrick Ewing. Sorry, that's crazy. I get <laughs> right. this all the time. Yeah. I'm just a seven foot tall guy flying yeah. oh, out of sorry. New York right now. Yeah. Is sweating so much in first class <laughs> that year. Yeah. Um, all right. And finally, most importantly, uh, Jack or Miles? I got to go with my Paisano, man. It's nothing against you, no! Jack. Oh, like, Paisano. You got, you got, you got some, some Irish, I'm assuming, Jack O'Brien. Oh, oh, you put that together yourself? That's the weaker part of my gene pool is also Irish. So I, I feel some kinship toward you as well. All right. Um, I appreciate it, man. But yeah, I, I got to go with my Paisano. No uh, offense. Yeah. Grazie no, mille. Great. Grazie mille. It's cool. And it won't make Miles any more insufferable now that he's back from Italy and just Prego. constantly telling me Allora, about the there patch. you have it, folks. You know, that's that's that was that was just the word on the streets, as we say, or the autostrada. Uh, where as I where was did you say up. your family was from, Miles? Oh, uh, Puglia. Gotcha. Yeah, he's yeah, He's making yeah. this up, man. He's lying. <laughs> I I don't... Tom. I don't think so, man. Hey, in the age of Valor. Jack, he don't be... He seems pretty it, heel of the boot to me. You know? Thank uh -huh. you. He, like he's, Paolo he's Banchero. He's off the ends of the words. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it sounds almost... I didn't say Capacola. I, I, I said Capacola. Right. You know? That's... Well, that's more northern Italian. Wow. Do you Gabagool? see... Do you see... <laughs> Gabagool is yeah. Capicola. It's yeah. the same word. It's just right. butchered by the Southern Italians, and I love that about them. <laughs> I got, I got both. I got it, all of Italy is in here. You got so. it all. Oh, well, mm -hmm. look, I'm a jealous man, as someone who's look merely a poser who loves who loves the boot. You know, mm -hmm. uh, I'm I'm the good kind of bootlicker, as it were. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, Tom like Petrini, thank you so much for joining <laughs> has, us. Has anybody ever done like a, a tour, like a travel show called Bootlicker? Food and leisure and travel <laughs> show called Lick the Boot. Lick the Boot. <laughs> Just traveling from the in Italy. heel all the way to the toe. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, oh man. I'm well, Stanley Tucci. Free idea. Yeah. I, exactly. I gotta leave. You guys are gonna get me in trouble. They yeah. call me Stanley's Tucci Main. Okay. Uh, Tucci Main. Tom, where can people find you, follow you, uh, and and support you, and, and read all your takes, see all your takes, all things like that? Uh, I am on Twitter at Real Tom Petrini. A lot of fakes out there. Got to ah. keep a watchful eye. Yes, exactly. Always. There's snakes out here. Um, great, man. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, uh, Miles, where are you at? Find me at Miles of Gray. And Jack, where are you at? Oh, me, Miles. Mm -hmm. I'm at Jack underscore O'Brien on ah. X. 
The only thing I call. Ew. Get extreme. All right. That's going to do it. We're (laughs) back next week uh, with, with more NBA and basketball action. Exactly. You heard it here. Bye. Bye. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.